This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in WinBet credits. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today and stable duel it's a horse racing dfs app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes and you can win as much as 15k with one entry head over to stableduel.com and go get started today and of course don't forget to go download the sgpn app for all of our free picks and podcasts all right dgens welcome back for the api Props, picks, exotics, all types of betting show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, I'm ready for this week, man. How about you? Oh, of course I'm really, really ready. Uh, you know, it's, we got, you know, Arnold Palmer this week, got the players next week. It's a really nice two week stretch of golf. A lot of good players in the field this week. It made me making my betting card pretty tough because I'm like last week where I'm like, I don't want to pick you. I don't want to pick you. This week was, I want to pick you. I want to pick you. So, so many people. But you can't pick everybody. Uh, I kind of went back to my usual roots as, as far as like, um, you know, typical unit size, expanding my car a little bit. So yeah, I'm real. I'm uh, ready to roll. All right. Me too, man. I'm ready. I, I'm going to need some, I, I need to add a couple guys. I'm going to talk through a couple things with you that I need some clarity on. Okay. All right. Anything I get, like I get some space. Okay. Like anything like during the week after talking like Joe Adoni. By the way, thank you, Joe Adoni. That was a, that was a really great uh, yeah, it was really fun. last night. We got some good reception out of it. We very much enjoyed having him on. Like anything coming out of that show last night that maybe kind of steered you sort of towards like how you form your betting card this week? Sergio. Okay. Sergio. He got me on to Sergio. And I know it was a pivot play thing, but when I went back and looked at it, he had really good course history here. Like it was like ten years ago. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Like, why did he stop playing this? No idea. I don't know. I mean, I don't think there was a opposite field like Middle Eastern event. He would have went and played. Um, schedule based. Like I know we maybe schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they moved the Arnold Palmer around a couple times. I think uh, for a couple of years it was after the players. Last couple of years has been before the players. Maybe he just wanted to rest up for it. I don't know, but I mean, he hits it long and straight. He's a great iron player. He should do well here, and it shows. He's got a lot of really good results. I know. So. Yeah, well, we can talk about him in a, in a minute okay. on a couple of different. Yeah, yeah I, like Sergio. Sergio's one that jumped out to me. And he mentioned Rose last night, so I kind of want to talk through him too. Okay. Apparently, I'm going. I'm going old guy. Yeah, I kind of went a little bit that route too. Okay. Mm, okay. Seems like you need a little bit of gray on your chin here. Right like that? Yeah. yeah, like that. Exactly. <laughs> like you. I, I think I think only one comment I want to make from when I was talking about the previous show. I, I kind of said that um, scrambling didn't matter. I'm not going to look at it. Let me clarify what I meant here. What I mean is that obviously good scrambling, I think, is beneficial because you miss a lot of greens here. It's just that you can often see guys who just struggle around the greens do well. So I think this is where I ultimately land. It's it can help you, but it's not going to hurt you either. That's that's basically what I'm okay. saying. Okay, right. so it, so it's not like I'm going to say like, oh, like you're a great scrambler. Like I'm not going to you. It can build your case, but we have seen guys who are struggling around the greens who can still get it around here. So I think that's more what I meant by it. I don't want to mislead anybody. That kind of helps build a little bit of my betting card too. As far as sure. like, I do have some pretty good scramblers on there. There's a reason why they're on there. So yeah. Uh, let's go with that. Do you want to go my uh my big short? Let's go. Who are you short, baby? So I don't think you're going to like this. Oh, you typically fuck. don't like my big short. I, I don't purposely try to target you with these things. I, I think subliminally you do. No, I don't. I think what – well, can we talk about Keith Mitchell for a second? Oh, God, yeah. Sure. Okay. So he's got, what, like five top 15 finishes over his last six six appearances yeah it's good he's on a great run he's playing great i just with first of all it's second straight week at shocky keith mitchell that is a little bit of a dangerous game yeah and he's still keith mitchell at the end of the day i think he's a good player but these guys are going to go up and down and i i I just have i have a feeling with everybody on him this week he's just going to bust 
I mean, so I, I think he's going to finish outside the top forty this week. I, I I literally hate that. Like I just don't like it at all. Like I know what, you do, but aren't you worried about popularity? Yeah, I, for the second I'm worried streak? about I'm worried about all my bets for the most part all the time, right? I mean that's why that's why you 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 have to like talk me off a ledge on Thursday at 10 a.m. Like this is just this is the way I'm built. I'm constantly worried about it. But I mean I mean you're right. Three straight top 15s. I'm really he kind of backdoored the Honda. Like whatever it is. What it's like. Um, but what he's, he played well over the weekend though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and he's just he's not good around the green and he's on Bermuda. He's playing well. What if he's just figured it out? He Why? likes Florida. He's always he's always been good in Florida. Like I don't know. Like I listen, I listen, I get why you're doing it, but for for the ownership play and the popularity, trust me, I hundred percent get it. I'm Mr. Contrarian for no fucking reason. At least you have a reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, so. I'm just worried that we're just assuming Keith Mitchell is like baby John Rob at this point. Oh, like, Jesus. Where it, no, well, seriously, that's what he's been doing, though. Yeah, he's just cranking out top 15 finishes. Really? Oh, Keith Mitchell automatic. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I don't, he's still Keith Mitchell at the end of the day. I mean, he did miss the cut at Tory Pines. Like, yeah. it can happen. Yeah, absolutely. So what's to say it doesn't happen this week? Yeah, really. I mean, if you want to take out, if you want to take out, uh, Tory, he's had five of six. Top 15 finishes. Yeah, it, he's on a huge run. I just think just law of averages. Like why can't every, why can't he be Kokrak? Even Kokrak doesn't do this though. He didn't no, have a run but, like this. Yes, he did. He what? He, he won. What, he won two or three no, times. No, he never had like six straight. I got six, you. Okay, seven. okay, that's right. what I'm saying. Okay, okay, yeah. So like, yeah, but what I'm saying is like maybe maybe he's maybe he's. I don't know. Like, I don't think he's actually better than Kokrak, but maybe he is. Who knows? Like, no. I, listen, I think he's a good player. I just think how. Golf is yeah. everything regresses to the mean. And yeah. I think this is just going to be the week when everybody goes on him for the second straight week. I, I just don't think it's going to work out. That's it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So, all right. Um, I bet it's already late. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> we, I guess we're going to talk about him a lot tonight then. Let's talk about the weather report. So it looks like Thursday is going to be pretty calm conditions. I'm seeing maybe like five mile per hour winds all day. Um, lower 80s uh, temperatures. They did get a little bit of rain, I think, on Monday, but, like, just a little bit. And I actually looked back at the uh, forecast for February. They only got one significant day of rain. What was that? I almost dropped my drink. Just keep going. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> what was I saying? All right, so they, almost got, they only got, like, one significant day of rain, I think, in the middle of the, middle of the month. But other than that, it hasn't really rained a whole lot in Orlando, at least at the airport. So, so, so Orlando's air, airport isn't close to – where? I know, but so that was so that was the thing is that was like the nearest one I could find, like to Bay Hill. So, but regardless, I, that's all I can go with. And it doesn't look like there's been a whole lot of rain in the air, general area. General area, yeah. So I think this place is going to be firm. And Friday, the wind is going to start to pick up, probably about ten to fifteen miles per hour. Saturday, Sunday, fifteen to twenty mile per hour winds. It is going to be a car crash weekend, which is going to jumble up the leaderboard. I think a lot of guys are going to be live after Friday. It might be a wild weekend. I'm oh, I get it. very much looking forward to it. Yeah. So don't, so if your guy's sitting like, I don't know, 20th, 30th after two days, maybe like six, seven back, like let's like, let's say like a leashman or something, like maybe he's seven back, but he's just good in the wind. Everybody falls around him. I could see him rising up the lead where maybe catching some guys uh, sleeping. So. Like All right, so why don't we take a uh, quick break, and then we'll start breaking down uh, our betting card. All right, sounds good. Well, listen, WinBet has a massive college basketball contest. The grand prize winner will receive a reserved seating area four seats at the world-renowned Win Las Vegas Race and Sportsbook for early round action of the college basketball tournament. <clears throat> Thursday, March 17th, St. Paddy's, and Friday the 18th, as well as two rooms at the Win Las Vegas for a two-night stay. In addition, they'll be awarded with $1,000 in free bets on WinBet. Any WinBet pay- patron that places a minimum $25 bet on college basketball during the promotional period will become eligible for the prize, and players can take advantage of the offer immediately. There is no limit to the number of entries that a patron can receive into the grand prize drawing. For example, if a patron wagers $1,000 on college basketball during the promotional period, they'll get 40 entries. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Let's go over our re- our outright card again. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first so you can kind of yeah, yeah, I want you to decide if there's anything you want to add? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. So let's go over my betting card first of the outright. So and I'll make some general comments. I'll tell you where I got the prices, but I'll also talk about where they are now. And a lot of the guys where I got them are no longer there. Oh, dude, there's been some speed. We should actually address some of those people too, okay. even if we're not, even if they're not on the card. All right. So let's start, let's start with the first guy, Hideki Matsuyama. I got him early in the week at 28 to one. I'm going to be completely honest. I think I kind of regret betting it now. You think so, so? So here's the thing. Do I really think he's going to win three times in seven starts? Why not? It, that's hard to do. No one really does that. No one really does that anymore. Well, so I listen. I, he's great. He checks almost every box at this golf course. Other than course history. I mean, he's got one. He's been solid. It hasn't been great. But I just I think he's I think a lot of that due to the fact he wasn't really putt he just never really putts all that great. Yeah. If he's understatement of the century. I mean shit. If he's gaining three out of is he if he's consistently gaining strokes putting now. Like I mean we saw with Morikawa, like he started to get consistent with the putter and now he just started winning everything. I mean Hideki Matsuyama, I would argue, is almost as good of a ball striker as Morikawa yeah. is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and if he's putting great now, but holy crap, he's going to win a lot too. See, you just talked yourself right back into it. So I, <laughs> the holdup is like, is he going to win three times in seven starts? But that number is also down to like 20, 22. It's 22. But you know, you, you also said That's the fucking tough. same thing about Kokrak and then he went out and won. The same exact thing. That is, well, that was also over 14 months. That's a longer time. Line. I'm just saying. You, I mean, it's the same, okay. it's the same concept. Yeah. All right. So I have Hideki Matsuyama at twenty eight to one. If you if that number's still out there, I grab. I think you should still bet it. Yeah. Low twenties. I don't know. You might have missed the boat. All right. So I also grabbed Sung Jm at thirty three to one. That number is no longer there. It's mid twenties now. I, so, I, mean, I still. I, so I got it at twenty eight, and I still okay. see it. I still see it at twenty eight. Okay. All right. I think that's reasonable then. I I just the, there's a trend with Sung Jm. I've seen that he's been alternating between bad iron performance and good iron performance all week. Uh, we saw him have a really bad tournament at the Sony. Kind of similar to what happened at PJ National, where he just had an awful first round and kind of recovered a little bit on day two. But still missed the cut. Came back to the Amex. He was great tee to green. Uh, he just couldn't putt that week. And they finished T6 a couple weeks later at Farmers Insurance Open. I mean, why not? He's been great here. He has yeah. the ball pretty long and straight. I think he's, he's a better iron player than I think what the numbers are showing right now because he's just been so up and down and variable. I like him this week. Uh, I still like Adam Scott. You can still get him at 35 to 1. I don't love the price, but I just have a good feeling about him this week. He's just been playing great. So he's steamed on my two places at 25 and 22. That means a lot of, a lot of money's coming in on him. A lot of money is coming in on Scott. Well, he, I can't do what everybody else bets. Yeah, but that's good. I mean, you got a good number on him and yeah. it's not, it's not $5 bets that are moving fucking yeah. lines. And listen, he's been playing great. Like long iron play's been doing really well. Good putter on fast on fast surfaces. I think he's has a little better control over the driver over the last year or so. You know, I, I talked about last night that he's, he was top twenty in the field in good drive percentage at both Phoenix and Riviera. I, I think there's a lot to like with him. I think he's kind of crescendoing, and he's like he's. Like we talk about guys who are like have experience at this golf course and get 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 it done in like difficult conditions. I think he can do it. And then we're going to transition to Justin Rose, seventy five to one. I love that price on him. Okay. I think it, it it's kind of like a couple weeks ago with Joaquin Neiman. Like it just stuck out to me. I'm like, okay. why is Justin Rose at seventy five? And like he played, he almost won Tory. If he wasn't a knucklehead on eighteen, he probably is in the playoff. Oh, and I know. Played, I, you know, I forgot about that. Yeah, and he played. Pretty good three out of four rounds of Pebble. He just sucked on oh, Sunday, so which, ha- which happens. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody. But other than that, he was, I think, like six back going into Sunday and just was bad on, you know, there. So right. I, I think he's close. He's had, and like, if you look at some of the, like, like, I mean, he's had, he's been pretty up and down, but I mean, he did still finish top 10 at a really tough Masters last year. He finished yeah. top 10. He was first round off. leader. Remember he fucked us out of right. the first round leader money? I mean, that was one of the best rounds I've ever seen. I think he was, oh, it, was it was insane. Crazy. In condition. So his top ten at Kiowa. Um he was in the mix of the Wyndham. I mean everybody was in the mix of the Wyndham, but he was in the mix of the Wyndham. I uh, did well at the BMW PJ Championship. Did well at the RSM. Like he's having some solid finishes and just I it's it's a price thing. He's been good here. Yeah. I don't think he's done one in the PJ Tours like him. And then Eric Van Roy one ten to one. That's a little bit of a stretch, but yeah. he's just been playing good. Why and not? I think I think he's got talent. 
Um, I've been following him ever since we on the Euro Tour. He had a lot of good results then. Like his transition to the PG Tours, it's rough. It's it's always rough, but it's one ten to one. I know it's one ten to one. He's long off the tee. He's been hitting his irons great. He's actually putting pretty well. I've seen him do well on a penal golf course in Liberty National. He played well over in the Middle East. I've been big on that this week. There's that, and then. The FOMO bet, because I was able to get some good numbers on all those guys, I end up going out top and grabbing Hovland to 18-1. Okay. I just – so his course history sucks. If you remember last year, he actually, I think, was in, t- in the top five heading into the weekend and was just terrible over the weekend. Yeah. And they missed the cut of the players. It almost makes me think that maybe he had, like, some sort of injury that he had suffered and then, like, they carried over the next week because he played bad the players, like, too. So, like, it flipped overnight with him. I'm not really sure what happened, but – I, look, he's got length and accuracy. He's a great long iron player. He's actually putting his ass off lately, too. He's really improved there. The yes. scrambling is a concern, but if I think if Bryson can win this place, I think he can win here, too. That's fair. I just really like him. Um, and I just, it's a little bit of FOMO, so I jammed in there. So, I like it. It's six guys. If, so if, if you're, if you want to add Halvin to your card, you probably have to get rid of one of Hideki, Sungjae, or Scott in order to fit it in. Otherwise, I'd give a little more leverage, but. With the you numbers, don't care about that? Fuck it. Just so where the numbers are, where they are right now, like mm-hmm. if you're looking at 22 to 28, Adam Scott, you don't bet that, and you bet Hovland. Yeah, that's probably that's probably what I would do. Right? Yep. Yeah, okay. I would probably at that point 25 on Scott is a little. Yeah. What's the, I mean, you talk about seven points difference, like whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you just go with the positional on Scott at that point, and then yep. maybe fire live if I don't know he does something. So all right. So those are my six. So what do you got? All right, so I literally just added Rose because that was one of the guys I wanted to fucking talk about. I didn't get 70. I got 60. I'll still that's take fine. it. That's, that's fine. Honestly, that's what, anything, anytime you get over 55. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, I, think, I think the golf community as a whole cares too much about that shit. Like, I know I've talked about it before. We've talked about it before. Like, yeah. if you think he's going to win, mm-hmm. are you going to be mad that you didn't get him at 28 when you could have got him at 25 and then – Oh, I would have bet him at 28 and you didn't bet him at 25 and then an asshole wins the tournament. Guess what? You still lost. Like, it's just, it's maddening to me. Like, I get get some of it. Like, we've talked about, like, if you just break it down in percentages, implied odds, I think 60 to 1 is something like 1.5%. And then 100 to 1 is 1%. Yeah. Guys, there's no difference. It just, and especially like if you're someone that just has a target unit number you're trying to hit. The difference in the amount of units you're betting between a guy hundred is immaterial. You know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's the fucking, it's the, it's the, I got the best number and the, the social media bullshit. Like, like I, I, I like I randomly remember, like I'll celebrate my shit and I'll randomly remember to show my fucking actual ticket because I don't give a fuck. Like, what do you care? Like, I got to admit this number. You, what would you get mad? Everybody won, right? Who cares? Like, who yeah. cares? Who, yeah, everybody gets everybody a different number. So it doesn't really matter. So. so all right, so I just I just live added Rose because that was one of the guys I want to talk to you about. Um, the guy, everybody else I have, I have a very small bet on Wolf at one twenty five to one because I'm stubborn and uh, fuck it. Uh, there's literally no other reasoning. Uh, M, I'm on as well. I got him at twenty eight um, for all the reasons you said, and I think he's one of the best uh, long iron players in this field. And missed the cut last week. Hope we get a little flop lag. I was hoping to get a more of a break on the pricing in DFS and the outright, but we didn't get it. Um, I'm on Decky at 28 as well. I'm fine, dude. I'm still fine with Bet Decky at 22. Like, I really think, I really think it can happen. Like, I think okay. he's, I think he's that good. Like, he, he's 22, and Matthew Fitzpatrick is 28. Who would you rather bet? Wait. Oh, I thought you were talking about age. No, um, no, 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 no. No, I'd rather. I would still rather bet Hideki. Right. So, like, yeah. yeah listen, I like Matthew Fitzpatrick, but that number is it's, it's gross. Kind of, it's kind of nuts. So, that's yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Abroy Andy is on him, and I think he got him at around the same price, and I would never bet that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you were, it seems like it, if you bet Fitzpatrick for the last couple weeks, I think you were just committed to betting him. I guess, yeah. man. Yes, it's fine. whatever. It is what it is. Right? Listen, if it wins, it wins. It's yeah, fine. If it wins, it wins. I, I think I think Fitzpatrick's going to play great this week. I just I don't like the number, and because he was priced that way in the outrights, I didn't really like any positional prop with him either. I know. So I didn't really see a whole lot of opportunity to use him. And then so I got I got your big short. I got him at fifty. He steamed all the way down to thirty three to twenty eight. Other places, lots of money coming in on him too. I don't care. Coming in in good form, it's fifty to one. I don't care. Okay. Um, 
And then, so I got Will Z early before he got sobled. Uh, I got him at 35, which is a good number. He's steamed all the way down to like 22 as well. Um, so yeah, that might, I, th- I, th- I think people want to be first on him. Yeah, that's fine. I just think because he's such a good long iron player and he's yeah. such a shitty fucking putter and this is fast green. So it, it neutralizes, it, it levels it out. Right. You know, his putting sets actually have not been as bad as what it was. He's improved. Listen, I test. I watched him. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, he, there is no, there, there is like, it's him, Keegan, Adam Scott. So I don't care what the stats say. Somebody inside, Luke List, inside of five feet, fucking terrified. Terrified. Wasn't it Adam Scott last year on this course where he could have fucking, where he could have made the playoff and he, and no, it was, it was, that was Wyndham. Wyndham? Are okay. you sure? Positive. Yeah, okay. He, okay. Okay. Yeah, he missed okay. a three footer that would have ended it. Oh my God. That's I, like, I mean, this is the scat tissue that you build up. You know what I mean? And like, and it fucks you to miss opportunities just because you're so just beat up by these guys. So yeah. And you become take, you become take blocked with this stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. And I can get, and so, so the two other guys that I was looking at, I need some bombs, right? So the only bomb I have is Wolf and that's just because I'm stuff and I don't actually think he's going to win. Uh, it was a good number. And I, I really want to bet Sergio after talking to Joe last night. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really a bomb, though. It's like 50 No, I know it's not a bomb. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if oh, I have... Hold let's, on. Let's look down the odds board a little bit. I don't have room. I don't think I have... Because I was debating between Rose and Garcia was who I, who I was debating coming in tonight. And then when you went on Rose, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to follow you on Rose. So now I feel like that almost pushes my Garcia exposure. I can't have him. So now I need at least a bomb. So I was looking at Thigala... Uh, how, how about Sebastian Munoz went 30 to one? So I was thinking about, he's got, he's another steamer though. And he's always my guy. Like I, like I have him first round leader, right? Even though he's starting off a one, he's the only one I have that's starting off a one. Um, okay. How about Carlos Ortiz went 50 to one? Maybe. Okay. How about now nah, we're getting into some ugly territory. Yeah, now. it's ugly, ugly. What about, what about Will at 200? No. No? What about Wise? Uh, Will, Will, Will is done winning over here. Okay. All right, fair. That's yeah. fine. No, he's, he'll win over the European Tour again. He is he's done with winning here. Okay. And then we got Wise at 150. No. I, don't think, I don't think that's good. No, got, I think I think he's I got, back. I got, I, got back Peters, I, I got Peters at 125, but there's water on this that's course. It. That's interesting. There was yeah. water on the Yas Golf Links, and that's true. That. That's true. I don't know. I'll think. Fig- I'll figure it out, and I'll, I'll put it out on Twitter. I'll figure out who my last. I'm either. I'm either going to just suck it up and go outside of what I normally do, and just bet Garcia at fucking uh, sixty or fifty five, um, or do two more bombs. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got to. So why don't we? Out. Why don't we transition to matchups then? So, Boston Capper, why don't you kick it off? Uh, who's your first matchup that you want to throw out there? All right, so, I mean, we were just talking about him, and we just live bet him. Rose over Seamus Power. Okay. Uh, I, because of the form that Rose is in, and Seamus has missed, what, two of the last three cuts? He's last two straight. Yeah, last two straight. Not Has he ever even played here before? He's average. He got crap. Well, this, is, this is his first time here. Yeah. I, I, I just, I mean, if, it is, and it's minus 105. It's minus okay. one hundred five. So somebody who I think is going to play well. He and last year. So I wish I, I. How was he playing last year before he took his ball and went home? Oh, Rose. Yeah. Oh, he's playing great. And right. by the way, that was a legitimate back injury. I know. I don't no, care. He, he was. I, he missed the players. He was out until the Masters, and that's why he screwed us. Because I know. Like, All right. I know. First, first start back. First start yeah, back. Yeah. So I think this is almost a no-brainer. Uh, Rose, it, it, good. Uh, all the comp courses that you talked about plays well at him, likes okay. him, right? Decent course history here. Seamus Power. I think you might be right about my boy. Maybe the bubble had popped, and you know he went on his little heater there, and and off he goes. But if I'm getting basically 105, is basically even money. Rose over Power at a course he likes, uh, and all, and he goes with all the comps. Yeah, give me give me Rose over Power. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so that that's also on my list. So I guess I'll just talk about that right now. I have actually a lot of matchups, so I have, I have Ooh, a lot I, can I like it. here. So, so but but Rose over uh, minus one hundred five or Power is also on my list. Now the analytics, I think, hate it because, and this is kind of what I've been finding this week. 
I think we're kind of in like a little bit of a transition of the data where there's still a lot of like good form that's kind of aged, but still in the analytics. And I think some guys are starting to figure things out that's not really appearing. So if you're one of these like pop EV people, this is not a good bet. But this is on feel. And plus, EV is so, plus EV is the most irritating argument. In, in, I think it matters it. in matchups in golf. It, in outrights, it doesn't matter all that much. But regardless, so I think I agree. I agree with your power. I think the bubble may have burst because look, like he played great for about like eight months. He's also 34. Like, I don't think he's suddenly like, this is not like a young guy who's just like figured out. Like, this is a guy who's been around the block and he might have just been on like a big, huge heater for a year and he's kind of regressing who he is. And, um, another thing I found too is so this is the first time he's played here. His history in Florida in general stinks. Five miscuts, a T35 of the 2019 players, a T27 of the Valspar. He's never really put all that great down in Florida either. I just, I don't really think, I, I think the bubble is burst and I like Justin Rose a lot and he's the underdog. So I like him that pick. I get, I wish you right. got. Uh, so while we go to my first one, I've, I've talked about it yesterday that I don't love Terrell Hatton this week. Uh, I know he played really well in the Middle East. That was a little fraudulent though. So let's, I think in Abu Dhabi, he had a 77 in round two. It ended up being really crazy win conditions for the leaders on Sunday. He shot a 67, I think, before the bad win. He had like kind of rise up the leaderboard. So that top 10 was kind of fraudulent. And then in Dubai, he was, he played great for two rounds, but he shot plus one over the weekend. Didn't really do any noise, kind of was stuck in neutral, but he still grinded a top 10 out of that. The reason why I don't really like him all that much this week is the iron play is kind of regressed with him. And off the tee, he's not quite as accurate as what he was. And, and Joe Idoni actually made a great point where you, I think off the tee, you want to be in the extremes, either really long or really accurate. Well, Han's kind of in the middle right now. He's not the longest guy out there, but, you know, he averages like 298 off the box. Like, it's fine, but, like, it's not a bomber. I'd literally and, kill someone to be 298 off. And, like, his good drive percentage, like, that's kind of in the middle, too. He's been struggling with his accuracy off the tee, you know, for the last like year or so. And it just seems like he has a lot of these good results over in Europe and it's not really translating really well over here now. I think he might be regressing a little bit. And I just love, I like Will Zalas horse this week. I wasn't there on the outright, even huh. the positional props. I didn't like the, the match, the market, but this is where I'm going to use Alex Horace minus 110 over Terrell Hatton. Like it. All right. What do you got I next? It's so irritating. So I had, I had a short market to look at. I'll have, I'll have more matchups that I'll end up posting, but I only had a short market to look at. So I went with, uh, Kokrak over Gazuntaik. And I just feel like this, the. Hold on. So who, who is Gazuntaik, by the way? Christian Bzignu. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Continue. Is that okay? That's now? okay. That's okay. okay. Four, right. four stars now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I thought you were just trying to make me pronounce his name. No, no. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so, I think I think Zintek is just fucking. He's just caught so much steam, man. Like he, like everybody wants to bet him for. All, and what has he done? Like he, he doesn't really do anything. He, he I don't know what he had. Top thirteen here last time. Top fifteen last time he played here. Um, he doesn't do anything exceptionally well, right? Uh, he's been hitting his irons okay. Okay. That's and fine. he's pretty, he's pretty, he's very accurate off the tee. The, and he's a, and he's a good putter. He's, he's okay. lumped in as this like around the green wizard, but the numbers do not reflect that. It's yeah, like, man. it's like net neutral at this yeah. point. And he's, and he's, he's, I don't know, I guess a little more towards the bottom of the pack, 175 to, to 200. He's in the top. You know, forty percent for the two two hundred yards plus. I don't know, man. I, I guess I'm just kind of sick of hearing about him and him never fucking doing anything. And I feel like it was last year the year he backdoored backdoored into even the top was it top seven or top ten he came into last year? He might have, but he was hanging around all weekend. He was hanging around the top twenty five all weekend. He yeah, played, he played, I, I remember I had a top twenty on him, and that was pretty solidly in most of the weekend. I wasn't uh-huh. concerned about that one. Okay. All right. And listen, I just love, I, I like Kokrak here, man. He's, he's a good long iron player. Um, he's obviously comfortable here. Um, 
good course history. I don't worry so much about the bunkers here, uh, even though Zatano of me seems to be able to avoid them. Um, and uh, now, now that uh, he actually has to, you know, play for his paycheck, maybe he'll actually show up and pay. Okay. All right. So my last matchup, since we already talked about Justin Rose or Rapar, although we'll talk about a couple of other ones. I was about to say, I was like, no, you know, you're gonna give it. No, this is like my top. This is like my top three matchups. <laughs> okay. So this one's a little. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling like, uh, you know, after Taylor Gooch got yeah. in that guy's ass about call it, saying he's a bum. Yeah. Maybe he comes out and plays well this week. And he actually has played this event very well in the past. He generally plays really well in Florida, too. Um, I think he's going to bounce back this week with these defense. And I know it's a Taylor Gooch, too, over the last, like, two years or so. Anytime he has a missed cut, uh, he tends to bounce back with at least a top 30 finish the next week. So I like him. And then I got him against Maverick McNeely at minus – for Gooch minus 115 or McNeely. Again, this is one the computers kind of hate. But McNeely's history in Florida and Bermuda in general is just not very good. He's got three missed cuts in Florida. Uh, the only uh, finish you know is a T11 at the 2020 Honda Classic. Other than that, it's outside, you know, our, our, the 2016 Arnold Palmer, I think he was an amateur T46. 2021 Arnold Palmer T49. It, and his putting numbers in Florida just aren't very good. And that's his strength. Like, when he's not putting well, no, he's, he's not a good enough ball striker where he can compensate. Yeah, so. He's cashed. Cashed. If he can't putt, he's cashed. Yeah, so I like Gooch a lot over him at virtually a coin flip. Uh, and that's my matchup. So, all right. What about, what's your what's your last one? I know you're going to be shocked by this. Uh, Go does it involve Keegan? What? Does it involve Keegan? No, 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 no. It doesn't involve Keegan. However, it does involve targeting Flaccid Fleetwood. So I'm going to go ahead and take Sergio over Fleetwood. And okay. the reason, and the reason is, is because Sergio is so good off the tee. He's so good off the tee and I can trust him to do that. And when his irons are on, he is a world class iron player. Like that's it. Like there's no argument about it. I love Sergio. I've always liked Sergio. I always kind of rooted for the bad guy anyway. And I fucking hate Fleetwood. He doesn't do anything particularly great. He'll chip in over a bunker for Eagle, and then he'll still miss the fucking cut. Um, I don't care what his record is here in Florida. Um, I know there's not as many blow up holes as there were last week, but um, I like Sergio over Tommy a lot, like a lot. Okay, that's actually one the computers really like this week. So there you go. I don't know if. All I right, like so that. how about some bonus ones that I'm on? Yeah, Maybe let's go. Some smart All right, so. Chris Kirk and Kevin Na are paired up in the matchup, and I know Kirk faded on Sunday, but his record in Florida is really good. He's really good here. I love the way he's hitting the ball lately, just really good iron play, accurate off the tee, scrambling well, putting well. And he's actually a better long iron player than a lot of people give him credit for. He's actually one of the better ones in this field. And his record, like I mentioned, his record in Florida is great. He was great here last year. He's minus 110 over Kevin Na. I like that a lot. Kevin Na... He has, I think, a couple of good finishes at Bay Hill, but that was before 2015. Yeah, but lately, though, man. but lifetime. but lately in general, like and even in Florida, this is his recent Florida results. So go, so T29 of the Valspar withdrawn the players after he put like three in the water on 17. <laughs> that was so great. Tommy yeah, was. was Tommy was so fucking happy. Do you remember? Yeah, that. Yeah, after he insulted him, I think <laughs> after after he insulted Tommy because Kevin yeah. Nye is a fucking dickhead. So anyways, you got T43, the 2021 Arnold Palmer. Uh, the 2020 players is canceled, but he played terrible that day. He wasn't going to make the cut. T36 of the Arnold Palmer in 2020 uh, was cut after the third round of the 2019 players. Cut the Arnold Palmer, T46 players, T36 Arnold Palmer, cut the, the car of the Palmer. So ever since 2015, he just hasn't been very good in Florida. And his iron numbers stink. His long iron numbers stink. He's not putt, he doesn't putt very well in Bermuda. He's not even scrambling all that great either. I don't like him this week. So I'll take Chris Kirk over him. Like it. Uh, so I really like Martin Laird a lot this week. A lot of really good course history here. He's hitting his irons great. And then he's paired up at minus 110 over your boy, Matt Jones. And what about, the, what about the wind though coming in over the So week? the wind's coming in the weekend. So, but he's got to make it first. That's true. And, and true. Matt Jones has a propensity to miss the cut in multiple times in a row. Over the last two years. Wait, I thought it was I thought it was good miscut. No, good miscut. No, it was good miscut. And then what happens after that? He usually has like a T65 finish. It takes a little bit to get Matt Jones back in form. I got you. And he, so Matt Jones has a third place finish and I think a T11, but that all happened back in like the 
like 2015. Yes, Ever so. since then, it has been very good. So. Okay. So I like Laird over Jones. And then I had to find a way to fade Billy Horschel because I just I, – I think it's fraudulent. I think what he's doing isn't real right now. Like I think the iron numbers are mirage. I think he's been doing it at golf courses that more target shorter and intermediate irons. He is a terrible long iron player, just really bad. Okay. And he's been doing a lot of this with the putter. Lady. I know he didn't do well last week. but No, he couldn't buy a putt last week. No, he couldn't. But I, text, I texted you that at least – Three times. I think the iron numbers are going to go away because he has a lot more long iron play. And I know he finished T11 at Torrey Pines. That was mostly with the putter. There's a reason why I think he only has one top 20 finish here in like eight starts. So I know there was a couple, there was a couple tournaments where he was hanging the mix and then shot like a 76, 77 to punt him out of it. Well, that still matters. Okay. Absolutely. So. I think I got Mark Leishman over him. I think Ooh. Leishman is probably going to do really well over the weekend. Once it gets windy, he's informed. This is another one that the computers hate because they have a lot of bad history on Leishman still baked into it. But yeah. if you just look since the fortnight in September, he's back. He's back to being a great player. He's hit yeah. his irons great. Yep. You know, putting really well. It, I just he, He's a great fit here. I think for a virtual coin flip over a guy, I think he's just better than, and I respect Leishman's game a little more in Horschel's. So yeah, absolutely. So those are my matchups. I got six there. Uh, I, I feel pretty good about them. Love it. I got one real quick. We don't need to deep dive on it. So uh, I haven't bet it yet. I was looking at the Gala versus fucking Putnam. Is it just course history for Putnam? Is that it? I mean, I know he did good Pebble. I know. He, just did, he did find a Pebble. We don't need to deep dive it. Like, but. It, it's fucking minus one fifteen. Like I don't know, whatever. I feel like that's fine for a coin flip. Like I feel like just I test the Gala is a better golfer than Putnam. Like, okay. Than Putnam ever was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I've only seen the Gala twice. All right. So like, well, how about I make you feel better about this? Okay. All right. So here's Andrew Putnam's Florida history. Ready? Right? Uh, he has a T four at the 2021 Arnold Palmer Championship or Invitational. Yeah. yeah. And in one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven other events. Yeah. He missed the cut in all of them. All right, let's go. Fuck yeah. T4 all right. and missed cuts <laughs> and everything else in Florida. Love it. So, yeah, it, does, right, it seems sweet. like he doesn't like Florida. All right, sweet. Love it. All right, so I'm going to get down on that one, too. All right, there we go. So, All right, why don't we take another break, and we'll start breaking out some positional props. All right, sounds good. Well, listen, you guys know there's never enough things to bet on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is the ponies. The best part is now there's a new way to play. The ponies, especially if you're interested, brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard with as much as 15 k with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Don't worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select, build your best strategy, and the app is free to download over at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly. It tracks all over the U.S. Get it on the app. Create your account and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our stats. This Saturday, tune into SGPN Stable Duel live stream. Sean Ryan, horse racing expert, Malcolm, talking ponies. I love Malcolm, dude. Bamford's the man. The, 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 uh, uh, he was the one. He, he shoots me, uh, he shoots me the, uh, all, for all the, um, I don't know, what do they call it? The Triple Crown? I'm, I always text him. I'm like, hey. Oh, nice. I was like, hey, who, who should I bet now? <laughs> he'll always hook, hook me up with that. Yeah, so you guys go give that a listen, man. Uh, he'll give you some knowledge, man. Malcolm knows his fucking ponies. Uh, plus, you have a chance to win 25K live on YouTube, 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 a.m. this Saturday. Ooh, all right. That's like housework time. I can take a break for that. Um, and, and see, so listen, go download this stable duel app now and see how many winners you can pick in the stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, and win. How about that? All I'm right. Actually, I'm going to have to bookmark that. All right. There you go. All That's right. how I broke my gambling cherry, man. It was the dog track. It wasn't the, wasn't the horse track, but it was the dog track. It's the same stuff. So, yeah. same, same theory. I didn't go to the horse track very much as a kid. We had a Candago racetrack over here. I had, I only remember a couple times going. So, yeah, we didn't have horses, man. We we had we had the dogs. So like we used to go and like uh it was always like somebody's older brother's first job walking the dogs. So we'd always end up getting in and then having some degenerate like cash tickets for us, buy us beers and we'd give them a cot and we'd sit there and watch the fucking dogs and like yeah, like this this is why I am the way I am. I was like fifteen years yes, old with the dog tracks. <laughs> drinking beers and smoking butts and fucking betting on greyhounds. 
<laughs> so there you go. If you want your kids to grow up like Boston Capper, take them to the dog track when they're fine. Take them to the dog track. There you go. Hey, I turned out okay. You out did. Okay. You did. You turned out to be a very good co-host of mine. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Positional props. Why don't I go first? Since you just said ad read. You yelled at me last night for making you go Thank first. You. Yeah, exactly. It was after the longest ad read too. And you, I see, I'm like, I swear he does this shit on purpose when you're setting up the sheet. Like, oh, look at this long ad read. Let's make him talk after. Look, if you didn't smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, maybe it wouldn't be like you're, you know, you know, running a marathon after that. Listen. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I got yeah. nothing. You're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fatality. All right. Oh, get go. over here. Yeah. All right. Top ten props. Mexico right, <laughs> guys. All right. So that's what I'm nervous about. So typically, I don't. I don't like, like when you're nervous about a top ten. Prop. Okay. Well, I don't like stacking my outrights with top tens or positionals in general. I I, I like to oh, kind of that is, that is against your religion. It is, but I looked at the positional market this week. First of all, I didn't love it. To, to begin with. Second, like it seemed like the guys I bet outrights, I like their positional prop numbers, and then everything else is just like, I don't love it. So, yeah. So let's start with the first one. Victor Hovland, top 10 plus 240. I want to say something first because I remember, right. and I think our uh, podcast, for, uh, our, uh, our good friend Jeff Nagel is going to talk about this tomorrow night. I think he's going to make a point about Victor Hovland because I remember having this conversation with him last year. And so I think his his thing about Hovland, from what I can remember, is that Hovland does not like Florida golf golf courses. And granted, he has not been very good at Bay Hill. He has not been very good at the players. Uh, he had one good round of the players, but it got wiped away from history because of COVID. Um, I guess my response to that is, well, he finished second in concession. That's a Florida golf course. He finished, I think, third at Valspar. Um that's usually more of a European style track, but when they played it last year, it was mostly Bermuda. So I consider that Florida golf course. He also has a lot of wins in the tropics. So I guess he likes playing warm weather. I don't know. But the point is, is that I think his game matches very well for Bay Hill. Like I mentioned earlier, he hits it long and straight. He's a great long iron player. I, and you know, last year he was in the mix going in the weekend. Something happened. So I, if he just puts together four rounds, I think he's really talented. I think he's going to be in the mix this year. And then top 10 hit, I came out to Yama plus 390. I mean, I like him a lot this week. Well, and he's nearly four to one. Yeah, I think that might have been mispriced and I caught the books napping on there, but I, I just, I had, even if it was like three to one, I would have bet it too. I just, I think he's going to be great this way. I, th- I think he's going to be just hanging in the mix all weekend long. So yeah, listen, if the outright doesn't come through, I think the top 10 is going to come through in Hideki. I like him a lot. So those are my two top 10 props. What do you got? I only got two as well. I took Sanjay at two to one for everything I've already talked about over the last two pods about Sanjay. It's like, whatever. It's two to one. And you, pretty you good. don't have dead heat. No so dead heat. heat. Yeah, there you no go. No dead heat. And then since I couldn't get down on Rory at 10, <laughs> and I really do like him, and I didn't play him in DFS, I had to get Rory somewhere on my card. Okay. So it's even money. But no dead heat, top 10. I know it's not great. I know it's not great. I mean, it's been top 10 in like four or five events at Bay Hill. So yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not sexy. It's, it's a, it's a football bet or more. Um, just to make it, just to make the nuts sweat a little bit on Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully on Sunday, not, not, not dead by Friday. Um, but yeah, so that, that's where I'm at on those. You got any top, tw- you got any top 20s? Yeah, I do have a couple top 20s. Okay. So I mentioned last night that uh, I think Paul Casey and Sergio are basically the same player. One is really popular in DFS, one is not. And unfortunately, their positional prop price is actually kind of reflected in that. Uh, Paul Casey is about 2 to 1. He was plus 195, but basically 2 to 1 for a top 20. Sergio's plus 250. I didn't want to bet Casey. I add him to the card. I think he's just going to do really well. Okay. And I think I would be kicking myself if I only had Sergio, but it was Paul Casey that was going to do it. So I just add both. So Casey top 20 plus 185, Sergio top 20 plus 250. Fucking I like both. I, I like, of the two, I like Sergio's better, obviously. Yeah, obviously it's better uh, enough. Yeah. And then I, again, but, but Casey's, Casey's also, I feel like is safer. I mean, we say that right now. But I know, I know, but I mean, of the two, he, he's playing. He is playing really good golf for the last year. Who? Casey. Yeah. He finished like top ten in like three majors last year. Okay. I know he's English. All right, there we go. It's you not know, about I, the English. It's not about the English. 
Eric's, I think it is. I think it is about the game question. No, it's about he's another one. You fucking four foot putt. You know he's gonna goddamn miss it when you have money on him. Yeah, but you know he's gonna have a lot of four foot putts, and it's gonna turn into pars, and pars are pretty good this week. That's fine. Yeah, listen, that's fine. Listen, I'm fine. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what a lot of pars get you? The top twenty. Top twenty. Exactly. exactly. There you go. There you go. All right, and then I again the computers don't like this number because I think it has a lot of just old data on him, but I just think Justin Rose is going to be in the mix this week. Um, and we kind of saw last year like Lee Westwood was in the mix; he's that old grizzled English guy. I see Rose doing the same thing this week. I mean, I bet him outright, so yeah. might have a positional prop on him too. I mean, I have a matchup on him too. Jesus, and Justin Rose was. <laughs> Let's go. But it's top 20 plus 250. I don't love the number, but I just have a gut feeling he's going to be in the mix this week. I mean, I've already explained why I love him. So yeah. there well, it is. So. Let's go, fella. All right, cool. All right. What about you for top 20s? So I went uh, a little more long shotty. Uh, I have Keegan nowhere on my fucking card. He top 10 to you last time. You can roll your eyes all you want. He is fuck. He can't putt worth a shit. Everybody knows it, but he is a fucking great long iron player. He actually plays better on fast greens. So give me Keegan. I got him three to one with no dead heat. Top 20. That's not a big risk. Okay. okay. So I'm taking that. I like the gala. I told you, man, the stones that dude showed, like he might be one of my new favorite golfers. Like I was super impressed with, with him and fucking young, the way those young, young guys like just held it together. <laughs> young scares me a little bit and he's half the price. He's yeah. half the price on everywhere. So mm-hmm. like, it's like, they forgot what happened the week prior. Like he's like a quarter quarter ownership too. Yeah, yeah. And so wait, I'm so getting double the odds, and you guys are just all. For, this is this is recency bias at, at its best, right? So give me think I'll. Ooh, shit. Excuse me. Uh, plus I get plus three seventy five, and then after you inspired me last night, taking my boy in the dumpster dive, I'm taking the ear at four to one top twenty. Let's okay. go. That, that's Lucas Herbert, by the way. If you if you don't know. There you go. There it is. Yeah, you literally inspired. I almost because he's two fifty to one. I almost just threw like ten bucks on him to see what would happen, but I feel like that's not going to happen. So I just took. I just I made a heavier bet at the top twenty. Okay, I I I respect that. I'm glad you added him to the card. I'm glad I inspired you to put that. You did. I was when you when you spit out all those stats. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, I mean, listen, he didn't make my positional uh, market, but. I'm glad you have a little bit of share on me. He's in, he's in DF, he's a DFS only play for me this week just cause God, the numbers look bad, but. Oh dude, and he's only like two, he's still only 2%. I know. Well, I mean, he probably should be, but I, I think there is, there's definitely a path for him to do well this week. I, I love the, I love the Saudi comp courses, man. That's, okay. that's a nice there angle that. All right. Why don't we take another break and then we'll, uh, finish up our betting card. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Match madness is around the corner. Prop swap is. Your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams like West from Iowa, who sold his 250, 30 to one Arizona to win the championship ticket for 750 bucks on prop swap. Now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds and cash out on prop swap when the tourney starts. And when you're making your bets, you always remember to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for profit and keep one to let it ride. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. So go download the app today. The PropSwap app has fantastic features like filtered listed tickets based on the best value and activity feeds so you know all the big sales and when the red hot tickets are up. A loyalty rewards program that turns your sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Bonus when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go join the real sports bettors on PropSwap. It's where America buys and sells sports bets. And let's just get this one out of the way. Uh, don't forget to go download the SGPN app. Uh, it's in the uh, App Store or Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us a review. Uh, and download the SGPN app today. There we All go. right, I got to make an edit to the show sheet to get rid of that. Yep. Well, it's just because we uh, whatever. I know, if, it, if, it, yeah. Usually we've stacked the we've stacked yeah. both on top of each other. Okay. All right. So then, why don't we get to the other props then? <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. So why don't we talk about the first round leader stuff first? And yes. Then we'll let you give, get to the picks. Yeah. Give your All give right. your give your lean. So going back to 2013. Uh, eight of 11 guys who either had a share of the first round lead or had it solo started on 10. 
I don't have a great explanation as to why. Last week I had a good explanation. You basically want to get up to a good start in the front nine at Honda and then go through the bear trap and survive. Uh, this week I had no idea. There's par fives on the front nine, par two far rides in the back nine. There's a lot of tough holes on both sides. I don't really know, but that's just the trend. Uh, between the PM and AM, not really a whole lot of difference. Last year, Corey Connors started in the PM. Rory McIlroy started in the AM. Both of them started on 10. Both of them started ahead of 66. Uh, looking at the weather report, looks like pretty calm weather or wind conditions all day. I don't think there's going to be an edge on Thursday as far as uh, AM, PM, T-time splits. So, yeah, I think you just cut the field in half, target guys who are going off on 10, and that's your first-round leader target. So what do you got this week? I like it. The only one I took, because I take him every week, <laughs> for first-round leader, is Bunez. Uh And so he's 90-1. to 1. I feel like that number's a little short. Uh, but whatever. I took him 90 to 1. He's the only one going off of one. And then, well, you got to remember, this is only a 120 man field. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. So a lot of those odds are shifted. That's right. I wonder why some of these look like. But then again, some of these I'm like, okay, with like when some of the favorites, I'm like, okay, I'll take that number from first round later. Um, so Fitz, right? I have nobody else on the card. Not in DFS. Like, I'm going to take him first round leader. Good course history here. Um, he can't get out to a quick start. Um, I kind of wish it was. Tougher conditions, but whatever. That's already late. And he's forty to one. Um, Keith Mitchell, uh, he's he's a guy who can get off to a fast. Start. Listen, we've already, we've already talked about Keith Mitchell. I love him. You hate him. He's fifty five. Um, I don't hate him. I no, no, you I, hate Keith I, Mitchell. No, that's it. You hate Keith Mitchell. I think he's going to burn people this week. That's it. I don't okay. hate him. Okay, you hate Keith Mitchell. Gotcha. Fake uh, <laughs> fake news. And then uh, I got Rose at sixty six to one. Why okay. not? Why not? Fuck it. He, he gets off fast starts. He does. He absolutely yes. does. And then Luke List, uh, like, why not, man? Like, fucking team no putt, like, give it to me, long off the tee, uh, good with the irons, uh, whatever, man, fast greens. I so I always feel like I never remember which way we land on this argument, but I feel like fast greens brings everyone to the same level. So <laughs> Luke List at 66. Sanjay at 45? Yes, all day. Like, going off on, like, 45? Like, I'm getting I'm getting almost double for his whole tournament to get off to a fast start and not fuck something up on a Saturday. Yes, I'll take that all day. Uh, Rory, same thing, dude, 28. He was first-round leader here, what, at least once, right? Uh, last year he was. Oh, shit. I'm only yeah. back to back first-round leader. Yeah, actually, he, he's been first-round. Actually, that was the only time he was first-round leader. Like, Fitzpatrick's been first-round leader before Justin Rose was first-round leader back in what the fuck? 2013. And Scotch out of 62. Jesus, that's pretty good. So. Super low. What the hell happened on that day? That's probably, the pro- probably no win and probably dump buckets on Tuesday. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so fine, whatever. Shit, I'm gonna have to relook it. God damn it! <laughs> I can't. I can't. I already have ten late. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna add any. You're committed. No, You're no, committed. That, I know, but now I might have to add more. Please don't. Is, keep it tell. Keep it there. Right. And then I got Tigala just because fuck it at seventy five to one. Uh, and then Lanto Griffin. We didn't talk about him a lot, right? At all. Um, he's got a decent course history here. I like him as a player. He's seventy-five to one. He's, he's one playing of those, good lately too. Yeah, he's playing good. He's one of those guys who can who can who can spike on a fucking Thursday. Um, and then I got Kokrak at, at fifty to one. Uh, good course history. He can get out to a fast start too. So give me give me Kokrak at fifty. Okay. All right. Um. So since you talked for a while, I guess I'll go first as far as like some of my other props. So yeah, I got a bunch of top thirties and forties. Um. I hate those. I hate the fact. Well, that it's, not, it's only it's only five. It's, it's only five. So, um, let's start with the top 30s. I was trying to find a good place to put Max Homa on the card. I like Ooh. him a lot this week. I think okay. he's, like, first of all, he's, he plays pretty well at this tournament. He plays these tougher golf courses pretty well in his career. I mean, one Riviera, one Quail Hollow. And just, like, look at it like it's just what he's been doing, like, with a ball striking lately. Like, it's it's sustainable. Like, I don't think he's just, like, a Poa putter anymore. Like, he, oh. he hits his irons great, long irons great. He's long at the box. He's gaining strokes off the tee. Makes a lot of birdies on the par fives. I really like him this week. The problem was I didn't love any, like I didn't love any the matchups he was in. I am still on a top 30 plus 155. I don't love that price either, near to the computers, by the way. But I just have a feeling about him this week. I think he's going to be good. So okay. that's where I'm putting it on that card. Uh, Lucas has been bad since Tory Pines. I think he writes the ship this week, though. He's been really good here. Like I got the top 30 at plus 190. I think that's very reasonable. I think that gives him a very wide lane, a little bit of margin for error. 
you know, that maybe this is like a get right week for him. Maybe it's like a T21 finish for Luke List, like a get right week. Yeah. So I like the top 30 there. Oh. And then, I mean, this could really blow up in my face, but I just really like Aaron Van Roy in this week. I think he's a good player. I think he's playing a lot better than I think he's starting to really emerge on the PGA Tour. Um, he's in his irons, grays, putting well. I think he's got a little better control over his driver. Top 30 plus 210 on him. And then only two top 40s. Uh, I said yesterday on the DFS show, I have him in a matchup too. Martin Lair, top 40 plus 175. So again, if Martin, why am I having on Martin Lair? That's really stupid. But, no, it's not, dude. He's, dude, listen, we love Patty Mattingly. Let's say he, listen, he's been great lately. Hit his irons good. He hits a lot of fairways. That's a great combo for this place. And then Pat Perez, top 40 plus 280. I think that's mispriced. He's been really good at Arnold Palmer. He's been playing really well lately, too. Like, I think he's going to make the weekend, and then he just has to beat, like, probably 25 guys. So I like getting almost 3-1 to one on him as a top 40. And then as a PSA to anybody, you have the football bet on Rory yep. for a top 10. Um, WinBet has this number available for Rory. I, there's a couple other places to do too. If you see a Rory McIlroy like minus 120, minus 130 for a top 20, you should probably just bet that. So, do, do you, you have access? Do you have access to that? No comment. Yeah, you'll be getting a you'll be getting a, a, a Venmo. Let's talk, let's talk. Let's talk. Or <laughs> <laughs> relax. The, the FBI is not listening to the show, bro. Right. I'm not. It's not the FBI. I'm worried about. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What about you? props you got? All right. So I, I it's a, because I don't have access to these fucking free money top thirty, top forties. Fucking, uh, I gotta get cute. So, and these are typically sucker bets. And I, we, I always text you about these and laugh. There was one that actually caught my eye. So, the group of three have to make the top twenty. Typically, it's oh, a group of no. stop, 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 stop. Listen, I know it's a sucker bet. I don't give a fuck. Is not right? is the is this an odds boost from Joe House? Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Um. So typically, it's four golfers. I only got to bet three. It's all three to make the top twenty, and I'm getting paid out eighteen to one. It, okay. It's fits. It's fits. Kokrak and Mitchell. Who, who, who blows it? Well, clearly you think it's fucking Mitchell. I think it's Fitz. I, I think it's Kokrak and Mitchell. Actually. <laughs> you think it's both of them? I, I think I think you're gonna screw up two of those guys. I don't give a shit. It's eighteen to one. Who cares? Right. Like fucking throw throw twenty five bucks on it and fucking who cares? Like it'll be a, it'll be a good sweat for six hours on Thursday, and they'll get <laughs> and they'll get a really angry text message. No, because I only get angry with the shit like I got like real money on. Like that's the shit I get really upset You're about. You're dead to me, Kokrak. You're off the crew. <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. We all we gotta bring the boat back. Next week, remind me. We gotta bring the all boat back. Right, all right, fine. We gotta bring the boat back. The um all right, and then I get some weird I get I oh I have a mixed cut I have a miscut problem that I actually put money on. See, so. you know what? You complained about me. I don't have access to those, so I don't want to hear it. Oh, I wish I, I wish I had access. So much, so much. Fine, you can you can hit me up if you want to miss that prop. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I'm gonna shock you with my miss cut. Rom Siwoo plus plus one eighty. He's withdrawn and missed the cut like five times in a row here, and it's plus money. Like. Yeah, remember I got you all excited, Riviera, about I'm just gonna I, I'm at the point where I'm just gonna keep betting Seawool until he lets me down. Well, he yeah. let me down Saturday Sunday. That ended very quick. <laughs> that, that was and, a quick relationship. Uh, yeah, I I think it's uh, time to put Seawool in the mothballs again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, he, that was that was a fun fleeting romance for. Yeah, man, listen, listen, a little summer loving, you know, whatever. The uh, a winter lover for you stuck up there in the in the igloo in Rochester. Snakes, mountain. <laughs> Oh, congratulations. I, uh, I see brown grass again. <laughs> nice. All right. And then, uh, I, so I made the only other two rando bets I made were, uh, I, so I actually kind of like these. So an eagle in round one, Rory seven to one and Garcia eight to one. <laughs> Why not? Who cares? You throw 20 bucks on it. They're all right, gettable. Listen, par- those, those, those are fun. Yeah, dude. They're 20 it's bucks. Fun, are a fun bet. Twenty bucks, they're all gettable par fives. So fucking whatever, man. Yeah. Three, and, three. and the wins and the wins gonna be down. So yeah, yeah I, I can definitely. You know what? Props yeah. to you. Congratulations. That's 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 gonna be a fun sweat on Thursday. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, there all right. you go. Hey, got anything else? No, that's it. Why don't we? Or no, we gotta do one and done. One and done. There you go. I got tripped up. I thought we were going to commercial break. <laughs> uh, why don't you go first though? Sanjay. Okay. That's it. Um, I've, I've talked about him at length. Thank you, Sanjay. 
I know that I said that I wish I didn't put the outright on Hideki, but I just think he's going to play great this week. I think he's got a top five finish in him, and there's a lot of money on the line at Bay Hill. I've actually been doing really well in one and done lately, knock on wood, so I'm going to take, take Hideki as my one and done this week. Like it. All right. Like it. Got anything else, or can we go to the show? That's it, baby. This is show. All right. So listen, you know where to find Steve, man. Go over to sportsgamingpodcast.com. Go click on his article. Share him with your friends. Share him on Reddit. The dude is wicked shop, and he writes like 9,000 words a week for you. So uh, at least that's one article, not the multiple articles. So go click on those, share them, go get some knowledge, soak it up, uh, and uh, come to Slack channel uh, where we uh, where we spitball a whole bunch of shit, and uh, we put on a bunch of winners, man. So uh, And then you know where to find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. And uh, come yell at me, DM me, whatever you want to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, other than that, man, I'm ready for the API. Uh, love the Florida swing. Let's fucking go break them books, baby. Let's go.